Come and dream with me. Hello, welcome to this What Do You Want to Watch discussion of the 95th Academy Award nominees. I'm your host, Ashley Cobbley. Joining me today, Dylan Blight. Where is Rice here? No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> How is she not nominated? <laughs> Bullshit. She, she's supporting. I keep telling her. No. Yes. It's a tight category. Um, <laughs> yes. So, the this early this morning, or late last night, here in Australia, uh, the nominees for this year's Oscars came out, uh, presented by Riz Ahmed and Alison Williams. Uh, Dylan, what are your thoughts on this year's nominees? Um, yeah, I don't really have... I feel like it's a... a like... Yeah, I always go into every every time new nominees come out. You go in with a little bit of like there, there'll be some stuff that you're like, yeah, we'll disagree about it. That's fine. Um, I feel all around it's a pretty solid list. I feel like the things that I'm would say were like IMO snubs aren't really that big. Like um, the thing that shocked me the most was uh, I feel like the animated feature film category is like the strongest it's been in years, the most varied. At least, yep. like it's not just six Disney films or something like. Um, I feel like that's really, really strong. Um, you've obviously got the most amount of. I think they said the most amount of Asian people to ever be nominated. Yes, like the first Asian female nomination in like ninety years or something ridiculous. The so, first, as uh, I think it was a Hollywood Reporter pointed out, the first uh, openly Asian person <laughs> to be nominated for Best Least Actress. I want to go down a weird hole, but well, how are you not openly? Asian? Because she was hiding that she was Asian, so she protect, she was passing as white, so she get roles back in the day. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, you know, well, fair enough. You got to do what you got to do back then. Yes. Um, but no, yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like it's a uh, it's all around a, a decent a decent list. I don't know. What, what, what do you think I'm supposed to be, like, really disappointed in? Like, there's a couple of things I'm disappointed in, but... But, no, I think it's yeah, I think it's a really good list. I think... Um, I don't think there's massive... Well, there's a couple of reasonable surprises, but there's no, like, shock of... Uh, there's no, no film that you're like, oh, that should not have been nominated for Best Picture, which I think is the major category. And there's a whole bunch yeah. of threads we can go down in the Best Category. Best picture category. Uh, but I think, you know, there are some certain people that we thought were definitely going to be in uh, who aren't um, that we kind of felt like were shoe ins. Um, yeah, and then I think there's a couple of categories that people are kind of like very surprised by what's been nominated, um, primarily the cinematography category. Uh, yeah, how the fuck Top Gun wasn't nominated for cinematography? Yeah. That that's the one people are that is the category that everybody is quite interested in uh discussing. So the nominees for best cinematography are James Friend for uh, All Quiet on the Western Front, Darius Condi for Bardo, False Chronicle of a Handful of Truths, Mandy Walker for Elvis, Roger Deakins for Empire of Light, and Florian Hofmeister for Tar. No Top Gun, Maverick. Uh, no, the Batman, which was has been nominated a bunch of other places. Um, no, nope. Uh, nope, not nominated. That's surprising. There's several, several places it should have been. But... Uh, yeah, that 
the cinematography character category is the one that's uh I think it's been in general has been the one that's like ruffled the most feathers. Is there any of those movies that people like are saying shouldn't be nominated? Uh, like straight up, is there one of those that everyone's shitting on? I I think there's a lot of people like Empire of Light. Just in general, it's not a good movie. Uh, not necessarily, and it's not Roger Deakins' best work. I'm gonna say I watched the trailer for the first time like two weeks ago, right? Yeah. Trailer, I thought looked good. Now I know everyone says it looks terrible. That's fine, but as a trailer, I thought trailer looked good. And the standout from the trailer was very pretty. So, mm. I mean, I know that's just a trailer, but... I know. I mean, Elvis... It was fine. I get, uh, yeah, it's fine. I mean, Bardo, not many people watched it <laughs> in the end. Yeah, I still want to watch it, though. But, yeah, it's well, hard to... I, I can't mean, say too much on the You need to watch it other. if you want to complete your... There's, my, what, 39 different movies? Yeah. Nominated for the this ones year. I can't like. I mean, that is a movie I can watch. I can't watch all of them, but um, I mean, I'd easily swap out Elvis for Top Gun. Yeah, for a start. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I guess the in the positive na- narrative wise, uh, All Quiet on the Western Front, I think, is the big success story of the of this Academy Awards, despite not having the most nominations. That goes to uh everything everywhere all at once but uh this foreign language film that kind of got dropped quietly on netflix uh is walking away with nine nominations uh including best picture and uh yeah that's that that is kind of crazy best picture best for a lot of most of the craft categories but uh yeah yeah as someone who loved that film yeah, I mean, I'm really happy. Obviously, I, I, I actually, I got to the stage of this movie where I felt like maybe I was just going insane. Because <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I'm coming around being like, this movie is really, really good. I'm putting it in my, my top ten. I'm failing to see it pop up on most other people's list. I'm like, is this one of those cases where I just like a shit movie? Is this what? Is this? Yeah. That's the narrative. And then when the, the list came out and I saw it was nominated like nine times or whatever it was, I was like, okay, maybe I'm not insane. Maybe. No, might be onto something. Uh, so yeah, that that's a big uh, success story. Uh, Triangle of Sadness. The other, I, I think this is the first time in recent memory, like two foreign language films have been nominated. I guess the year oh, of yeah. Roma. I think it was Roma and something else. There's two that year, I think. Yeah, yeah but you know, pretty huge. <laughs> I don't think I was surprised Triangle of Sadness was nominated. I just hadn't seen it. In discussions around uh, best picture, or even you know being up there as one of the top foreign le- uh, international films, let alone really picking up best director it. for uh, Ruben Oslin. I've been keen since um, like I feel like a year ago when I first watched the trailer, but it's just taken forever just to so come much out in Australia. So yeah, that's fine. I mean, I, can I guess. It. This year, there could only be one movie involving famous people and a bunch of uh, vomit and bodily fluids, and it wasn't Babylon. Yeah, that's true. Good point. <laughs> I would have loved to have seen Babylon get more awards, obviously, as the like as someone who, you know, I'm official of the hashtag Team Babylon. Um, 
was like is wrong is being taken wrongly by everyone you know however you want to say that but i understand not everyone loves it so that's fine but i mean the, the one i was like you cannot go past like it like at least it was for music and then costumes or something right yeah it's got music and yep. costumes so and then even um yeah i mean that red dress is stuff iconic, too, I think, so. so yeah like some of those categories i'm like you can't ignore that part but i would have easily nominated that one for like cinematography and a few other things as well but yeah. Um, yeah. Is there anywhere else do you want to particularly point out any other strong? Well, I mean, um, yeah. well, to come back to note for a sec. I really feel like note should have been up for just several places, be it the uh, original script, best picture, um, or even coming down from that, even into the original score, um, cinematography, um, sound. Like, I just, I visual feel like effects, I, yeah. visual effects, like, there's so many places where I was just like, how is Nope not in a single one of these car- categories? I feel like Nope would be the movie I'd pick as the, the overall biggest snub. And then the other one, or the other two that in a, in a right just world would have got nominated, but they never will because they're horror films and horror films don't really get nominated for stuff. Would have been like Terrifier 2, 100% should have got a nominee for makeup and hairstyling in a just world. In a just world, that film has fucking intense. Like, I know you're like, it's a fucking. You haven't watched it, right? You're not going to watch no, it. No, I haven't watched Mo- it. So. No. That movie has some really. This is the thing. People don't appreciate. And this, you know, in a just world, people would appreciate well done makeup and hairstyling in a horror movie as well as they love to in fucking 1950s period pieces you know what i mean that's the because it's best hair hair makeup in a movie that the academy watches so uh, yeah well that's the problem (laughs) that's what i'm saying in the just world terrified too um and another thing is uh me and goth should have been nominated so yeah i mean for me the big one is uh nothing at all for the woman king which is crazy because uh, that was obviously a big film, big push all season. Um, yeah, walks away with nothing. Uh, we'll get into the best actress category in a second, but uh, also, uh, what was it? Decision to leave, not getting anything either. Not even nominated for best international feature film. Yeah, they probably is, made is it just bizarre. as hard for the Academy to watch as they did me, so. No, they make it super. You know, it's super easy. It's out on Blu-ray right now. It's out on Blu-ray today. Like, calm down. I've watched it, you know, yet, but I will be. Yes. To celebrate them being snubs, they brought it. Yeah. They got released. They're like, hey, here's the day the Oscar noms out. Let's put this on Blu-ray. This here's the film that the Academy gave a decision to leave. Um, I'm sure all these films are out on Blu-ray today. Finally, so if I can go oh, that. That's good to say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So that yeah, that one's a pretty big one, in my opinion. So. Um, best actress. Uh, like I said, Viola Davis, not uh nominated. Danielle De- Deadweiler, who'd been pretty much a shoe in. Uh, it seemed like all award season for a performance until I don't think it's been released in Australia yet. Uh, but you know, it hasn't. It's been highly regarded, but uh, pushed out by. This last-minute grass grassroots in quotation uh, campaign for Andrea Riseborough and uh, to Leslie, a movie nobody's watched. Uh, no, no, all the actresses that love her have watched it, including Kate Blanchett and whoever else. 
Yeah. Diga I mean, me once. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's one of those classic movies where it raked in a whopping $27,000 at cinemas. Okay. It was released in October. Um, yeah, this is a, I mean, it's a crazy story. I mean, like, obviously it bucks the trend of, like, how these campaigns to win these awards have been, or at least be nominated, uh, happen. Um, but I think there's, it's hard because, you know, there's an element that's you, of you that's, like, kind of cynical and, like, oh, you know, they called in a bunch of favors to try and get her nominated. Big push no, at the last second. But then, you they know, how has nobody done this before, I guess, would be the question. For this movie that no one watched, they should, if they wanted to nominate, to make sure that this uh, that she could have been nominated, they should have just got her nominated for her role in um, Matilda the Musical, where she plays Mrs. Wormwood. She misses More Wormwood. More people watch that. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> I didn't even realize. <laughs> <laughs> so just nominated her for that. A movie people watched. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't. She wasn't. She wasn't lead though. No, uh, but yeah, that's. And then you've also got Michelle Williams in there. Did you know? If you are, you know, is she lead in that movie or not? Well, I guess. No. You know. no, she's not. She's. <laughs> okay, definitive. But yeah, she's there. In in a world where you keep telling me that Ray Seahorn is a supporting, supporting actress, actress, yeah. Um. Michelle Williams is indeed a supporting actress. Okay, yeah. So either we've got to, either we have, to, I have to accept that Rhea Seahorn should be a lead actress, or you have yeah. to do it, accept that, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, if you're nominating yourself in each of these categories, so it's it's their choice. Uh, so the other name, other nominees and best actress are Kate Blanchett for Tar. Anna Darmus for Blonde, Michelle Williams for Fablemans, and Michelle Yeoh for Everything Everywhere All at Once. A um, lot of hate towards Anna Darmus as well. Uh, I she's the only good Blonde. thing in that movie. Yeah, she's the only I, good thing in that that's movie. what I understand. Like She's great in that movie. The movie is not great, for everybody. Great performance in a terrible movie. So, yes. So. I have no problem with her being nominated for this. If the movie had been nominated for Best Picture, I would have been like, what the fuck are you smoking? Yeah. Uh, over on the best actor side, it's pretty unsurprising field, I guess. Austin Butler for Elvis, Colin Farrell for Banshee's Venturin, Brendan Fraser for The Whale, Paul Mescal for After Sun, and Bill Nye for We're Living. Uh, Bill Nye earning his first nomina- Oscar nomination, which is crazy. Uh, that movie is not out until March 16th or some ridiculous yeah. day in Australia. It's disgusting. It is disgusting. And After Sun is not out till February. <laughs> yeah. Unless you go see it this weekend, because I believe there are some advanced screenings at certain places. Um, but yeah, that's a solid list. Who's going to win it? I don't know at this point. No, baby, Nielsen Butler here to accept an award on behalf of the. Best supporting actor. The nominees are Brendan Gleeson, Brian Tyree Henry, uh, Judd Hirsch, Barry Keoghan, and Kihu Kwan. Um, I know he's winning this one. What you do know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I said I wrote on Twitter. I think this is the most interesting Academy Awards because I think there's only two categories that I'm 100 percent certain. They're not the big one. of the person who's going to win. Every other category, I think it's like there's a front runner, but the, uh, the, you know there's still the chance that they could. The only two I feel 100 s- percent certain in 
what, or like very confident is uh, actress and actor supporting. The other ones I'm not so sure. What you you sure that Michelle is going to win or yeah or Kate Blanchett? Yeah, no, nah, I reckon Michelle wins. I don't know. I, I think Kate Blanchett is such a. Do you? No, she's throw, been winning a bunch her, of stuff. She she'll refuse to accept it. But yeah, she, you know, she's a real. <laughs> she got up <laughs> before they open the envelope. I'm pulling out. <laughs> she's like, I'm taking me out of the race. Just like, Who's oh, runner up? We don't do runners up. It's not written on the <laughs> real envelope. Uh, yeah, best supporting actress: Angela Bassett for Black Panther, Hong Chao for The Whale. Uh, Kerry Condon for Banshees of Intran, Jamie Lee Curtis for Everything Everywhere All at Once, and Stephanie Hsu for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Good list. Fix the Golden Globes mistake. Yeah, I'm glad that all four actors from Everything Everywhere All at Once have been nominated. That's fantastic. Mm. Uh, also, Jamie Lee Curtis's first nomination, Hannah Curry. Which again, really? that's crazy. That is crazy. Um, and. Everybody keeps saying it. Angela Bassett, the first person nominated from an MCU film. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say she's the first person to give a potentially worthy nominated role from an MCU film, but like for people who are acting like, oh, finally, like every movie yeah. has this Oscar caliber. Everybody was being it, shit right. until Angela Bassett yeah. came along. You know. Um, yeah. I think that's another category that can go. Multiple, multiple ways, even though Angela Bassett arguably the favorite at the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, then over at Best Original Screenplay, the nominees are Banshees of Insurin, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, Triangle of Sadness. Uh, and Best Adapted Screenplay nominees are All Quiet on the Western Front, Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery, uh, Living, uh, Top Gun Maverick, and women talking. Uh, Man, I watched, the, I watched the trailer. I watched the trailer of that women talking only recently too, a couple weeks back. Yeah, a tense trailer. That is a tense trailer. Looks good. Tense hard movie. Uh, but Top Gun—that's the one that's kind of surprised everybody that it got nominated for screenplay. Yeah. Uh, Even though I think the screenplay is what so much like the way it builds up to that conclusion and like sets up the action sequences. Um. I think is very important and like kind of making that legacy sequel thing work, but not be too on the nose. Yeah. No, I feel, I feel like I have no problem with it. I'm yeah. I, I got nothing. I got nothing. I feel like it's fine. It's good. Uh, other key categories, best animated feature film nominees are Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, Marcel the Shell with Shoes on, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, The Sea Beast and Turning Red. What a great list. Now, obviously, I want Guillermo del Toro to win just so he can do a similar speech to he did at Golden Globes where he says yeah. that these are... And just do some... Another speech about how it's a animated... Animated a, a form of cinema making, not a kid's category. Because I'm still fucking fuming about whoever said that stupid line last year or the year before. The, it was all the Disney princesses, remember? Fucking hell. They brought yeah, all the Disney princesses. Yeah. Fucking... Yeah, kid's category. Animated film. We love them. Yeah. Fuck off. Uh, yeah, this is the other category that I'm 100% certain in, and Guillermo del Toro is going to win. Yep. Okay. He has a surprisingly fantastic record. <laughs> he makes good movies. 
Yeah. Uh, best international feature film. The nominees are All Quiet on the Western Front, Argentina 1985, Close, EO, and The Quiet Girl. I feel like All Quiet's a lock-in, surely, because you don't nominate it for this many things. Not like if it's going. Yeah, I think that, that is clearly the. Actually, that is the favorite. I thought. Yeah. For some reason, I thought uh, Triangle of Sadness was in there, but I guess there's too no. much English in that. <laughs> um, I don't know. The Quiet, the quiet Girl it, would be my runner-up. That's one of one I know a lot of people talk about. So. Quiet Girl, crazy. It's yeah. an Irish film. Uh, but they speak in Irish, I guess. So, which yeah. is like English, except like with a stronger accent. Yes. Uh, but you know, I've heard very good things about Close. Close. Uh. Argentina 1985 won at the Golden Globes. And then EO's got a donkey in it. It's a movie about yeah. a donkey. So yeah. it could definitely <laughs> it could definitely win. It's got a cool poster. Mm. It's, a, it's, a it's like EO the movie. Poster. Yeah, literally. Uh, best score. The nominees are All Quiet on the Western Front, Babylon, The Banshees of Insurin, Everything Everywhere All at Once, and The Fablements. If Babylon doesn't win, I'm flipping my table. Yeah, I think Babylon's got a pretty good chance of picking it up there because obviously it's so music heavy. Uh, but I think this a pretty key indicator of how much people love everything everywhere all at once that it got nominated here for you know. Cannot remember its music at all. I can't it's obviously not a key point of the movie. Mm. Uh but you know. But there was the music in the Fable Woman's, but I can still remember it because it's John Williams. And- mm. That's true. So. Uh, best sounds. The nominees are All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar The Way of Water, The Batman, Elvis, and Top Gun Maverick. Good to see somebody watch The Batman. <laughs> uh, unsurprising list. Again, those are all m- movies that make sense for best sound. Uh, best production design, All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar The Way of Water, Babylon, Elvis, and The Fablemans. That all makes sense as well. Give it a Babylon. Uh, I think some people were surprised that Black Panther wasn't on that list, uh, considering the first one, I think, won for yeah, but Best it, Production Design. I feel like this latest film, obviously, you've set the bar. Like, you go, you went there with the first one, and now it's like, I don't feel like the second film did as much, you know what I mean? Uh, best makeup and hairstyling nominees are All Quiet on the Western Front, The Batman, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, Elvis, and The Whale. I like The Whale wins. I haven't even watched it. A lot of prosthetics in there. Yeah. That, that usually wins, right? Prosthetics. I mean, honestly, out of that I list, mean, if, out of the stuff I've seen, I'd give it to All Quiet on the Western Front. Okay. Out, of, out of the ones I've seen. The four others. Yeah. I don't know. It'll be interesting. Uh, best costume design? Babylon, Black Panther, yep. Wakanda Forever, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, and Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris. You know, I think that, that's got a chance. You know, Jen, Jenny Beaven direct, uh, did the costume design for that. You know, what about her face? So. It's fucking 50s again. Look, it's like, period piece. It's like it Cruella 2, but with a nice person. <laughs> yeah. uh, best film editing, a key category. Uh, the nominees are Banshees of Insurin, Elvis, Everything, everywhere, all at once. Tar and Top Gun Maverick. I feel like it's between Tar and everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah. Uh, and then best visual effects. All Quiet on the Western Front. 
Avatar The Way of Water, The Batman, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, Top Gun Maverick. Now I just realized there is a third category that is like a shoe in. Because <laughs> yeah, if I Avatar doesn't win this, yeah. I don't know. Uh, best original song. The nominees are Applause from Tell Like a Woman, uh, which is done by Diane Warren, I believe her 14th nomination in this category. Zero wins. Well, I'm pretty sure. Well, 13 losses. Pretty sure it's about to be 14. Whoa. (laughs) Talk (laughs) shit. You know, like, take that. I'm pretty confident. Fucking lose. Learn the the song like that. (laughs) I I think at least three of these are above it. so, Hold My Hand from Chunka Maverick by Lady Gaga. Lift Me Up from Black Panther Wakanda Forever by Thames, Rihanna, Ryan Coogler, and Ludwig Gorenson. Uh Natu Natu from RRR uh, by M.M. Kirvani. Uh, this is a Life from Everywhere, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Music by Ryan Lott, David Byrne, and Mitski. I really water, hate... Water Collection <laughs> I hate when songs, and I know this isn't like anything new, and maybe I just say the same thing every year, but I sort of hate when anything wins where it's just a song that played in the credits. I'm like, mm. cool. You know, I think maybe like, that's why this Natu Natu song is being. Well, yeah, like I still, and I still want to watch Triple R. Like, we didn't get to watch it before my best topics, yeah. but it's still on the list of things I want to do. But, like, obviously, that's a song that's actually in the in, in the, the, the movie. I mean, I don't need people to sing it. I just need the song in the movie. I just, uh, I don't want to. What about, hey, how where do you feel about Hold My Hand? this fucking song? No. It's in the credits. But it was, the, the song was used as a, as the, the score for the, most of the, all the relationship scenes. It's just they've added lyrics to it at the end. Yeah, I, don't, I don't even think about that though. So I'm, I'm saying no. I'm saying no. Okay. I, I, would, I wouldn't vote for it. You know, you'd like rule out like half of the best original, probably like 75% of the best original. Oh, I'm aware, that. especially from the 80s <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, best director. The nominees are Daniel Kwan and Daniel Shinett from Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, Todd Field for Tar, Martin McDonough for Banshees of Insurance. Ruben Oslin for Triangle of Sadness and Steven Spielberg for The Fablemans. As a bunch of people have pointed out, no women this year. No. Unlucky. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else to say. You know? It's like... What? I think Women Talking is the only one that was nominated for Best Picture that was directed by a woman. So that was the best shot, but uh, it wasn't... <laughs> It's hard to say without having seen it yet, so... Uh, but yeah, obviously, a lot of... It's going to be interesting to see who is going to be in that category. Not only do they not nominate a woman, but they fucking let two guys get nominated at the same time. He <laughs> <laughs> made sure there was an extra These guy. fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> fucking five movies, but six guys. How's that work out? <laughs> oh, man. I loved all the tweets around... The Daniels getting nominated, like you know, coming from making the Harry po- Harry Potter Dead Corpse movie, yeah, and like I saw somebody turn down out, for what, turn down for what music video? <laughs> music video, and then there's they, someone posted a, one of their earlier shorts where at one of the Daniel like Daniel Shinett sticks his foot up Daniel Kwan's ass. <laughs> <laughs> By accident. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sorry. They're yeah. um they're a kind they're, of they're artists. They're yeah. a kind of non- non- artists. Yeah. So yes. Best picture nominees are All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar the Way of Water, Banshee's Adventure in, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, Top Gun Maverick, Triangle of Sadness, and Women Talking. Pretty great list. I think the most interesting thing about this list is it's filled with a bunch of movies that actually people went to see. <laughs> yeah, and it's not filled with one that's one or two that stand out as sore thumbs, which is yeah. like all I asked for, really. Well, <laughs> like, uh, it's interesting that, uh, like I said, it, it's a bunch of people that movies that people have actually gone to see. Do, do you think this list increases the chances of increased ratings this year? Um. People are just going to tune in and hope that Will Smith slaps someone anyway, so. <laughs> He's his band, so I mean. Yeah, good they, but people don't know that. Yeah. People don't know that. How many jokes do you think there are going to be about slaps? Too, at too least good. one? Has yeah, to- at least. At least. Start your bingo card. All right. We should do that this year. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, a good list. I have no idea who's winning. I mean, I, I could knock off a few and say these are probably other ways, but I'd still say there's five movies there that I'm like. You're not know. like a hundred percent on any. Yeah, I'm like it's it's a hard it's a hard year. Yeah. Any final thoughts on the nominees for this year? Uh, no, it's a good list, decent decent list. Obviously, list your, yeah. As I said, there's your, your your typical sort of like oh this 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 sort of thing this sort of thing blah blah blah. But as far as nominee lists go, pretty solid stack of films there yeah, for, for you to get it. your head around. Any snubs? Uh, the other big snub, I guess, Paul Dano in the best supporting actor category. Uh, I, think I would have picked him over Judd Hirsch. Yeah, say, but I don't think it's like so good that I'm gonna like cry right. about it. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure there's a bunch of, like just women in general. As someone pointed out, Chow Papa not being up for best uh, best song. That's just disappointing because that was a great. What's that from What's Pinocchio? Chow Papa? Right, okay, yeah. So, uh, yeah. All right. I think they should have nominated Mia Goff for Best Leading Role in X and Best Supporting Role in X. And then they should have nominated her as well for Best Lead in Pearl. I think X probably came out before last year's. They should have just nominated for Pearl then. (laughs) Yeah. All right, let us know what you thought of this year's uh, Academy Award nominees. Uh, who are you rooting for? Who are, you, who are your big snubs? Who are your big surprises? Let us know by going to explosion.com slash Twitter or jump to our Discord at explosion.com slash Discord. If you want to help us out here at what you want to watch, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Podchaser. Leave us five stars. Anyone can leave five stars. Tell people about the show or head on over to explosion.com and just click around at a bunch of different articles. That helps. Uh, and if you want to help us out financially, uh, head on over to our code page at explosion.com slash support we'll be back soon with our predictions this year with mr buddy watson from radio watson who's thrown his hat into the ring yeah he's told me several times he wants to be involved so thank you very much for listening until next time keep watching stuff i guess